Oh my gosh. Welcome back to another lessons from TikTok. It is so much amazing energy happening right now. Not just because I'm here. <laughs> I just want you to know, just kidding. <laughs> but because I have another guest here who is going to talk to us about how to transform everything that's going on in your life. Uh, so let me just go ahead and jump right into it. This podcast is also right now live on TikTok. So I'm just quickly, when you see me glance over here, these are people who are watching this on YouTube. When I glance over here, I'm looking at my TikTok people. When I glance over here, I'm looking at YouTube. So let me go ahead and welcome uh, Anat. She is a transformational coach and I'm like obsessed with your work. So tell everybody a little bit about you. Mm, okay. Well, where to begin? Um, so many places. <laughs> As she said, I'm a coach, I'm a healer, I'm a mentor. I actually am now uh, focused on training and developing um, others, other coaches, wellness practitioners, healers that really want to become trauma-informed, learn a modality that works and that's going to give them the confidence and the referrals. Um, so that's what's lighting me up recently. Uh, but I've been in this space for 17 years and uh, in the self-development space and have been running Training Camp for the Soul, which is the name of my company, for seven years, just about. My seven-year anniversary is in one month from now. And, you know, I've created tremendous healing for a lot of people um, all over the world. And uh, for me, it was really a journey of finding myself first. And it took a long time. By the way, I can't hear you. Me right now? It's only because I'm listening. Everybody else is like, wait, we can't hear you on TikTok. Everybody's oh. like, we can't hear your guest. I know uh, you guys will be able to hear her side of this conversation on Spotify. And I know you're listening to this now, your Spotify, Apple podcast people, but just to quickly let the people we have, like we're growing here, chasing oh. towards maybe 200 people live. Um, we're talking about trauma and transformation because Anat specializes in helping people and so one of the things is that you were starting to say that like, it really started with a transformation of yourself. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it took, um, it was, it was frustrating. Did it start with trauma for you? Um, it started with my mom and I not getting along and her saying, I'm going to go do this thing. And I'm like, come do it with me. And I'm like, well, then you got to pay for me to do it. And <laughs> so it was a lot of that. So it wasn't like big T trauma, but mm -hmm. it was more a lot of dysfunction. And the frustration for me was eight years into my self-development journey and all that life didn't look any different. Oh, is that crazy? You know what? I just want to say, I've like, I think that's such an amazing point because I personally spent like $5,000 in 2020 or 2021, something like that, like going to see a traditional therapist and while I loved her and I always look forward to, um, being, you know, going to session and just like sitting with her and then like sharing whatever story was going on in my life, I think I probably would have been more healed if I took that money and put it into a trip to Costa Rica. I just, for me personally, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm a big advocate of traditional therapy, you know, working with psychologists, 
um, working with psychiatrists, if that is something that you need support for. So I'm in no way putting down traditional mental health techniques, but you know, I'm a psychic medium, which means I'm a little bit more energy informed. And based on everything that you're sharing with me, you started to see that energy is really an important piece of like healing, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. So like seven years in eight years in life doesn't look any different. I have a lot of awareness of stuff. It's like, if you go to a garden and you look at a garden, oh, I I know the weeds, but the only tools that I had up until that point were tools that trim the weeds. And so the frustration and the exhaustion and, and what I experience a lot with people that come to me is that, is they're like, they're eager, they're hungry. They've been at it. They've been doing it, but they don't have the right tools for it. And, um, so what was missing is that connection to the body similar to you. Like, I definitely want to acknowledge therapy's good. Um, you know, working with psychologists, mindset work, it's all part of the equation, but it's, it's it's only part of it. Mm. Like knowing how to work with the body, the body, the body and the mind cohesively working together to create the transformation. So working with the energy, but sometimes if you just like, if you, I've had people come to me that have never done any kind of work at all. And they're really able to tune into their body, which is great. Okay. Tap into the energy there. But if you've never done anything to strengthen your mindset, then what's going to happen is your mind's going to hijack you. Mm. And so the mind is going to start feeding the stories. Mm. And so here you are moving the energy. You're really good at crying or moving the energy in whatever way, but then you're reinforcing it. So you're like feeling a fire that you want to put out. So I really do want to acknowledge those that have done a lot of mindset work and have a lot of awareness that you're halfway there. And once you learn the energetics, the somatics, the, you know, how to, how to really connect and heal the inner child. I mean, people have called me the inner child whisperer before. Oh my God. I love that for you. Okay. (laughs) I just want to tell everybody on TikTok. She is also known as the, what do you say one more time? The inner Inner child. child whisperer, the inner child whisperer. This is amazing. I love that, man. You should trademark that. That's so good. Like, all right, I got to hop on TikTok right now. That is my title. Yeah. Um, You look back after this commercial now. Absolutely. (laughs) Do you, do you have a TikTok account? No, but set one up right now. Yeah, you can sign up. Okay, good. You sign up right now. And then I can add you to a guest on this, on the, the podcast. Okay. I mean, you know, so, you know, while you're, figuring out those details. We keep it real casual here. This is no like Joe Rogan where it's like, I got a t- team of 10 people producing. It is literally off the cuff. It, you know, we drop F-bombs and we keep it real. At least I do. That's how I do it. <laughs> so it's amazing. I'm actually forcing, I'm actually forcing you to come here to TikTok where you, I don't, maybe I'll be your first account you follow. And then I can immediately bring you on as, as a guest. So I know that this is being recorded. So do whatever you feel like called to do. But I will tell you one of the books that I'm reading right now, which you probably read a million years ago is the body keeps the score. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like a class. This is like 101. I know. I just finally got that book and I don't have it right here. I was just looking to see so I could show it to everybody. And I just want to say that, like, I love the fact that he talks about addressing the body and the mind to heal trauma. I also am blown away that trauma is a word that wasn't acknowledged by like the American Psychological Association until the 80s. Like we have people here on TikTok who are like, OMG, I'm reading it right now. I'm reading it too. Okay. 
And it's phenomenal because what Anat is talking to us about, okay, is the fact that like incorporating the body, understanding the energy that you can move and that how you can take away some of the, and I don't want to like overstep. So if I'm saying anything wrong, please jump in here, but also just talking about how you really do need to address the mind as a key component to establishing freedom. I mean, really, this is what you're talking about. It's like liberation and emancipation from trauma. And, um, so, so do you, we're not from who we're not from living in survival. That's the experience for people is that we're stuck in the simulation playing out a script. I always tell people, yeah, your life is a movie. Yeah. I are the writer, director, producer, podcaster, (laughs) an actor of the movie called your life. The thing is though, is that you inherited the script. You inherited by Mm. what you saw, what you learned and what you heard Mm. and, and felt energetically from your caretakers, usually Mm. mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And you either copied, rebelled or created Mm -hmm. a way to survive it. And that's your script. And here we are. And all you're doing is playing out the simulation over and over again. And some of you are like dying for a different scene. Yeah. The power and the gift of learning how to move the energy to work with the body and the mind is that you are becoming the editor. That's Oh my God. You're so genius. I've, (laughs) I am literally all over that. Like the way that you just shared that. Yeah. You're welcome to TikTok. You're going (laughs) to probably start off like with like, who knows? What do I do? How do, what do, I, do? I do? Yeah, look at this. This is so great. We get to witness you. This is recorded forever <laughs> in the digital universe. You signing up for TikTok. I love this. I love it. Look, you, she's just right now breaking her own mindset about TikTok. <laughs> I wish that people could see the dust. <laughs> I wish you could see that. Um, so I just, it sounds to me like you got your account set up, right? I love it, which means that guess what? She's going to be headed here live, which is fantastic. So, um, so, okay. So I have zero followers, zero followers, zero zero likes, and this is where it begins. (laughs) Okay. So what you have to do is look for my account, Kamala Hurley. Yes. This is so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, right on the other side of the the TikTok feed too is I have my son who's I remember how we sort of had a bargain that you weren't going to come in. <laughs> this is it's okay. So, 2 seconds here really quick. I'm so sorry Hi. to step away. Here no, you want to no, do your thing. No, you don't have to turn on. Come on. You guys. Hello. Hi. Okay. Don't give yourself. That's one thing, right? Okay. 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 So sorry about that. So sorry. So sorry. Oh, no. Good. Looks like I'll be editing. Looks like this podcast is getting edited. 
<laughs> don't, edit, don't edit the fun part. Oh, of uh, oh my God. So sorry. So, I mean, true confession here. Yes. I am. I am a single mom with two kids, summer break. And uh, at least the great Dane hasn't made an appearance yet. So I'm feeling blessed. Um, thank you so much guys. So, so did you, did you see my live? Were you able to come in? Hold on. I'm still creating my bio real quick here. Oh, you're still creating your bio. Okay. Very good. So, um, yeah. So, okay. So jumping back into, you want me to give you just a second? Might as well. Uh, so in this, just let people know what's going on. (laughs) Um, I just want to say that like, this is a podcast. It's about understanding trauma. And, um, one of the books that I'm reading is, uh, the body keeps the score. And he really talks about like that. It is one part understanding the stories. And I think a lot of negative self-talk that people actually tell themselves like the way that they frame and they script the events that happened. But there is something about the emotion being a molecule that's stored in the body And that oftentimes there needs to be some somatic work that is done to be able to help release that emotional molecule from the body. And, uh, so that can be done in in many different ways. I haven't finished the book and, um, I have, I have many people wanting to, who are saying it's an incredibly freeing educational book. I love that too. I agree with you. And it is, it's like, I have somebody else here saying it's interesting. I'm training to become a shaman. And it's interesting how the body keeps the score ties into this conversation about trauma. Now with shamanism, there are beautiful energetic techniques to help people be liberated from the stories that they are caught in. Although I'm not a trained uh, shaman, I have some experience with it. And oftentimes what I understand is that there are three like kind of primary questions that some shamans will ask, which is when's the last time that you danced? When's the last time that you sang? Yeah. And when's the last time that you laughed? Right. Which is like, like I'm here, I'm trying to help people make these energetic pivots as a psychic medium to understand that joy, love, and abundance are your birthright. And being in a survival mode from the trauma in your life is actually your, it's part of your soul theme to overcome. So it's, it's interesting. So when you start to work with a client, like, what do you traditionally do? By the way, I just followed you. You're my very first follower. (laughs) I love it. Woo. (laughs) All right. Awesome. So all you have to do is join my live. I will look for you. And then hopefully I'll be able to add you as a guest. So I, I I see so many people here already that, um, and I will, let me see. And th- drop a comment into. Yeah, that's the, what I did. I, I, I did you? I wrote high. Did, okay. <laughs> we got a high comment. Let me scroll through here. And, um, ooh, people are on page 55 of the book, which is fantastic. Oh, there you are. I think that's you. Yeah, Not it is. Right. So now I followed you. So hopefully, oh look at God. that. Follower. <laughs> I'm your first follower. And let me see if I can bring you on live uh, now that I've followed you. Um, Mm, mm. we don't mind technical issues here. We're just hanging out, chit-chatting. Yeah. Doing our thing. I don't see you here. Isn't that weird? I don't know. Maybe if you, if you exit the feed and then come back in, maybe I will be able to bring you in then because it'll show you as a friend and then I'll be able to send you an invite. 
So there we'll we see. just came back. Yay. Okay. So it's, it's the comments on my side are always a little bit slow. <laughs> uh, they are, they do always slightly lag. So, um, so I know if something ridiculous happens that it takes like probably a couple seconds of to actually see you in the comments come back like uh, to see people's response or whatever, like last night. Okay. Let's talk about a lesson I learned from TikTok. People like me doing the shallow karaoke. <laughs> oh God, me too. At my right. wedding. I just got married. Oh, uh, did you? Congratulations. Yeah. This is amazing. I yeah. love it. Uh, Congratulations. I, I sang shallow at a friend's wedding a couple of years ago oh my God. and my husband sent it to his best friend and his best friend was at the wedding. Of course, last yeah. month we had a live musician and I hopped on there and like sang a different song with him. And then he's like, we want to hear shallow. We want to hear shallow. So I hear you. I was well, like, so the only reason why this got started, okay. I happen to have the record right here, <laughs> but my sister was in Malibu this week. And uh, she actually parked her car and then a car parked directly next to her, right? And it was Bradley Cooper parked next to my sister. <gasps> yeah, in Malibu. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? This is crazy. I'm like, does he look as good as he does like in the movies? She's like, he's amazing, so handsome. She, and it was just him and some other guy, Love him. right? He, wow. he and some other, some other guy, an older man, she said, maybe it was her dad. We're like getting ready to go take a hike in Malibu. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is amazing. Totally amazing for some reason. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I don't see you here being, I'm not, maybe because your account's too new. It's got like, <laughs> oh, it doesn't let me go live. No. Uh -uh. When you came back in, even though I follow you, it doesn't even show you it's no. Okay. I said, hello. Nobody yeah. Else. I, yeah. So sorry. So here we are. We just, we just slug it out here. We just what? like to slug it out. So basically I've done two karaoke versions at the end of my, um, at the end of my, and I don't, how many other mediums are doing karaoke to shallow and now karaoke, I don't actually sing. Cause I would never hurt anybody's ears like that. Uh. <laughs> so it's more like lip singing, but I'm just saying it's definitely, Oh, you have to have 1K to followers to go live. But see, uh, you actually, uh, usually I can bring people on as a guest, right? I can bring people on as a guest. Like I see a list of awesome people who are hanging out here that I can bring on live right now, invite you to come on. And unfortunately, that's okay. We're cool. Okay. Well, you know what? You're working your way there. I am. But, you got me on. You popped yeah. my talk cherry. Yeah. So universe is just encouraging you to take a new step with communicating the way that you help serve people. Yep. I'm happy to have been part of that journey. <laughs> exactly. I'll, All I'll right. keep open here. Oh, so, so I want to share something about, yeah. um, the Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Seen, if you guys have seen that movie, uh, that's not his voice. That's not his real voice. Oh, it's not his voice. No, no, it is his voice, but that's oh. not his natural voice. It's much deeper. Oh yeah. He got and trained. I huh? watched, I've watched an interview of him where he talked about that for, I think it was a year or six months I'm trying to remember every day for two hours a day or five days a week. No way. He went, he, he practiced to nail that. Voice. What? He, so Bradley Cooper practiced what two hours a day singing. 
uh, and not necessarily singing, but even just with a voice coach, just, doing, just working with a voice coach of to his lower voice. his voice. So he sounded like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the commitment. And so yeah. when it comes to your life is a movie and you mm-hmm. play out roles and there's yeah. a script there, when you change the script, when you clear the energy, it's not, it's not enough to just yeah. clear the energy. Um, it's not enough to do plant medicine and clear the energy. I did that plenty of time. In, I'm so over it, in, by the way. In a, in a, well, <laughs> you know, it's fine, but here's the thing. You have to know yourself as the healer. You know, and then it's just a tool in the healer's tool belt, as opposed to this medicine is going to heal me. It's the external, looking for an external answer. The external, yeah. And then the integration is the key. That's what Bradley Cooper did. He needed to integrate it. He needed to practice, 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 practice. So when you take action in alignment with who you want to be with that future highest self, that's when you become that person. But you've got to dedicate that. Don't think it's just going to happen like one, two, three. Literally everything you just said, I'm like, got the pen out. I'm like, let me write down these notes. You just crushed it in like three sentences. (laughs) I mean, you guys literally have to listen to this podcast because like everything that keeps coming out is like, I mean, epic insight. I know a lot of the people here, like, so before we, before, like we actually started in on this podcast and, you know, dealing with the technical issues and making sure my kids are like set up for lunch in the middle of a podcast interview. This is the worst thing that you could have. (laughs) This is the worst thing you could have happen, but keep it real. Just remember you can fast forward that part, but like, um, people are really struggling right now. Like people are like, I was supposed to record a podcast interview earlier. So I had two, I was going to do today. And that guest had to cancel because of like dealing with, um, emotions that were rising up and needed to be addressed. Right. And it's like, it's felt, it's been feeling lately kind of emotional. I don't know if this is the start of cancer season. I'm not an astrologer. I'm just a psychic medium over here, but, (laughs) but do you find that with your clients that there's waves of, of, or themes with your clients that, that, that come into you and that you coach and work with? Um, I think are there themes, it's the theme of being human. (laughs) It's the human theme. that's the truth. Like, yes, there's themes in different cycles of life for, for yeah. people, but the truth is being human. And, um, you know, I'm not an astrologist either, but I definitely feel the energies yeah. and the full moon last Thursday. Oh, it smacked me hard. Yeah. So just because I've been doing this work and I'm an energetic Jedi doesn't mean that I don't ride the waves of the emotion. And it's really about that. It's, it's learning to ride the waves. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Be with the energies. Mm. It's not about, Oh, I never want to feel anxious again. I never want to feel sad again. I never want to feel confused again. It's building your nervous system's capacity to hold more energy. Mm. Energetic Jedi. This is another good one. Energetic Jedi. I love that. That's so beautiful. So when you, so, okay. So, so I, I also too, cause it's so easy to, again, point the finger at something else. Like I just read a shitty horoscope. So hence my day is going to be shitty. (laughs) Does anybody else ever notice that? Like, I, like, I remember before I would like read my horoscope and it said, I was going to get into a fight with somebody today. I'm like, what? This is crazy. And then it's like, I don't know, later on that day, it's like, I feel contrast with this person right now. 
And, um, and I think that sometimes, you know, when you look outwards at things like, you know, full moons, it's sometimes, I think there is something there. Yeah. I think there is, I do believe in collective energy, but it's also, how do you get clients to choose the script that's best for them in the moment? Right. So you clear the energy, right? You get them back into being the hero of their story. How do you, how do you coach them on understanding how to choose the better script versus the one that loops them back into where they just came yeah. from? This is great. This is really great. And, and someone said something on here cause I'm on TikTok guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I love it. Said, Triggers can happen anytime, any place. The goal is not to get triggered and expand beyond them. So I would say the goal isn't to not have the trigger. The triggers are going to come up. It's part of being human. You see it with a child, you know, they don't, they don't block that stuff. They just allow, it's just energy that's coming up. But once you've, if, if what you're referring to is like a past trauma, past learning, Mm -hmm. and now they've learned to address it, they've moved through that energy Mm. and kind of like you, you identified the weed and you've pulled out the weed. And now you're planting and you've planted a new seed, but it's so new. Like Mm -hmm. you've you've eliminated that character from the movie of your life and you've created this new identity, but it's so new that sometimes the old sneaks back in. So that's what you're saying. Like, okay, once I've done the work, because we don't want to bypass here. We don't want to just say, you know, you, you, you can't plant something new if you haven't made room for it. You have to clear that first. You have to learn how to feel and be with that energy and let the nervous system finally accept it and process it out. But once it has... There's a part of you, there, there's a period of time where you're in that transition and it still feels more comfortable, more, more familiar to your nervous system to respond in that same way than in the new way. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What's important in that is anchors, is what I call anchors, is anchoring back to who you actually are. I'm, having, like, see, I'm taking notes. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you yeah gotta, get your pen out for this. Back, <laughs> anchoring back to who you really are. So it's not that it's not going to come up. It is. But how quickly can you come back into alignment? And so the name of the game, mm-hmm. as you are learning a new role, really think about it like a movie. You know, if someone, if you've always played a comedian, and now yeah. you're, you're going to, you know, play a warrior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are going to, it's going to take a bunch of takes. Yeah. And the name of the game is going to take less and less takes less and less time. So the first time that you get triggered again, after you're like, wait, I thought I got rid of that. I thought I did that. Mm. It may take you, you, you may be in it for an hour. You may be in it for a day. Right. Before we ever cleared it, sometimes we're in it for like years. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then it's like, and then it's five minutes and then it's like, it's, it's, it's lessening that time. How quickly can you recognize, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not being who I really am. I'm misaligned Mm -hmm. and come back and have grace and compassion for yourself, but have those anchors, have those beliefs that remind you of who you really are instead of what our mind does is hijack us. Like, see, see, you're not good enough and no one's ever going to choose you and you're going to be alone forever. And it's like, wait a minute, hold on. I I tended to that part already. So what's actually happening here? And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, right. There's that part again of me 
that is scared of being alone. Oh, I can, I can hold that little one in that and remind him or her you're safe. I love you. You're here. And, um, you, you're so worthy of love. You're so amazing. You can create anything you want. Mm. Those are like the anchors. I mean, beautiful. Keep going. Preach, preach. (laughs) Here's my metaphor for you. And, uh, uh, Camilla, am I saying yes, that right? Cam- yeah, Camilla. I Camilla. Like it. Yeah, Camilla. Okay. You can say it as many times to me as you like. Because <laughs> everybody's like, how do you say your we name? We get it, right? You yeah, I get, it. You names, I get it. We don't I get, get offended. No, I'm not offended at this so point. <laughs> you have kids, so you'll okay. get this. Yeah. So here's my metaphor for everyone. If you want to learn to build a relationship with your inner child, yeah. I want you to imagine your inner child um, as a child that's coming into your room, right? Mm-hmm. It's like one of your kids. Mm-hmm. And your inner child represents your emotions. So any emotion that you experience, whether it's, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm about to be on Camilla's podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's the little girl that walks in the room and says, oh my God, I'm so excited. And you get to witness that and meet that and be like, I know we're going to do amazing. It's going to be so much fun. And you don't even know this, but you're going to end up on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Or you're like, you're anxious and nervous. Like, oh my God, I'm really nervous. What if I mess this up? Blah, blah, blah. Right. You could, this is the podcast for messing up on. I mean, if if you're, if you're this far in, I'm telling you, we keep it imperfect around here. (laughs) No matter what emotion is coming up for you, who is having that emotion is this child that's walking into your room. Mm. Okay. So let's say you had a rough day, everything went wrong and you're just like, you feel, you feel hopeless. You feel scared, scared. You feel sad. So you picture little Kamala walking into the room and saying, I feel hopeless. I feel scared. I feel sad. What does that little one need in that moment? If you're, if your child, right, your, your, your son walked into your room and said these things, what would nurture him best? Yeah. It's not like, oh, kid, you're fine, which is what we do to ourselves. Oh, stop it. You're fine. You don't need to feel that. You're okay. How well would that work? I, I mean, I really feel like we have this culture of like, get over it already. Like, yeah. Suck it up, buttercup over it. I don't think, I think that's a terrible way to be. Yeah. Or how do I fix this? So imagine being like, Oh no, well, let's fix that. Let's, um, let's go play a game or do something else. And you know this because you're a mom that work well when your kids were little, they would just get more upset Mm. because they're brilliant. We can learn a lot from kids. All they need is permission and safety and acknowledgement that what they're feeling is, is valid, is what they're feeling. Yeah. And they've done studies of this in Harvard that you can move through any emotion in 90 seconds once there's no resistance to it and there's full acceptance and like, like love there. So whether it's with someone else, like your kid or with yourself. Now caveat here, Grief. Okay. You're not going to move through grief in 90 seconds, but if you allow yourself to fully feel the grief or the anger, it'll come in 90 second spurts. 
right? So grief, you know, you lose, you, you lose a loved one or, or a pet or something. Yeah. You're not going to like move through that in 90 seconds, but it'll come in waves of like 90 seconds. And then, and then you're good. If you fully allow yourself to experience it, but so, with other things, go ahead. Yes. No. I, so when you work with clients, do you help them understand how to clear the emotion within 90 seconds? Hmm. I'm not attached to it. Yeah. Love more, that. It, I think the process is more acceptance is such a big part. You know, awareness is stage one. Acceptance is stage two. There's five stages of, of, of transformation of healing. Most people don't know how to truly accept it. They're stuck in fixing it, wanting it to go away, wanting being attached to changing it or resisting it. And all of that is not acceptance. And if you don't, if you skip that step, then you're prolonging it. Mm-hmm. Long. Mm-hmm. That's, so, yeah, that, that leads to learning, the, that learns to other triggers. Is that right? That too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so much acceptance, giving it so much like permission. So again, that little boy or girl walks into the room. You want to, you, you want to show up with love, compassion, and curiosity. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay that you're sad. Like imagine if you're sad, it's okay. It's okay that I feel this way. Mm-hmm. And when I say moving through an emotion, I mean the intensity of it, the energy of it, the may be there longer, depending on what are you telling yourself? So last week, I'll be honest, I like, again, might've been the full moon energy might've been what, but it brought up a lot of things for me. And it took me about 24 hours to fully clear it. Yeah. But it was like, there were so many layers. That's what you want to get. Sometimes you clear an emotion, but then there's another belief that pops up that triggers another emotion. And then you clear that. And then there's another belief that pops up. So you realize that what you're actually doing is you're tending to a big mess in your garden. Yes. It's yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Depending on like what beliefs are coming up, what are you saying to yourself? Are you feeding it? Are you fully, are you, are you fully moving through it? But most people don't even know how to tend to individual weeds. Like if you really um, give acceptance to it, yeah. you can move that energetically in 90 seconds. It's amazing. I, I know that like uh, for people who've just joined right now, I'm recording a podcast called Lessons from TikTok. And I'm right now interviewing a transformational coach who just shared the most amazing ways in which we can step into greater acceptance over the trauma that we've experienced and that there are ways in which you can clear intense emotion within 90 seconds. Um, I had a client that I worked with that um, lost his father when he was four years old. His Mm -hmm. father was murdered and so there was so much pain in his heart, right? You can yeah. imagine he held so much of that grief there. And I worked with him in feeling that grief. And, and here's another practice, people. Get below the label of the emotion. I'm mm. sad. Because what happens is we label emotions and we put them in two buckets. Good and bad. Happy, mm. horny joyful. Yes, please. More of that. Sad, anxious, scared, angry. How do I fix it? 
Uh, but underneath the label, the emotion is just sensation. Like they say, anxiety and excitement feel very similar in the body. It's just sensation. Some of the other like energy workers that I've known uh, have made bold statements to say, emotions will always lie and betray you, but the senses never will. Oh, I love that. Ah, that's pretty easy. It's pretty interesting because as you talk about how oftentimes we categorize our emotions into those two buckets and going underneath the actual emotion and getting to the sensation. I mean, I, I just sensation, the senses, I think that probably would be really helpful for people who are triggered by like maybe sound. Like if you had like a really brutal car accident that you Mm -hmm. witnessed, which is something that was mentioned in, um, the body keeps the score. He worked with a couple that had been part of a horrible car accident and certain sounds and, you know, the senses, right. This is where it's like in the body where those emotions get triggered. I really have no idea where I'm going with this, but it seems to me that when you talk about getting underneath the emotions and getting into the sensation, does that mean allowing yourself to feel it more? Yeah. 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 So sensation felt sense. So the felt sense could be, um, describe it, the sensation. First of all, where, where do you feel it in your body? I feel it in my heart. Okay. Does it have a size? Does it have a color? Does it have a temperature, a texture? Mm -hmm. Is it heavy? Is it light? Is it moving? Mm -hmm. Is it still? And so then what you're doing is you're learning to be that energetic Jedi to Mm -hmm. feel into the energy behind the quote unquote emotion. And there's, you can't judge it. It just is. And when you give it that like permission to just be with it, you're laser focused nothing to fix, nothing to change, just bringing love, compassion, and curiosity. Ooh, curiosity. Is it changing shape? Is it changing form? Is it changing in any way? What you're doing is you're allowing the nervous system to connect to it and to therefore digest it, process it. You're like, oh, oh, okay. I can, it starts to learn how to be with that frequency. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And then, mm -hmm. and then the nervous system's like, oh, okay, this is a part of me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like this comment where somebody puts here and says all that trauma she speaks of, she hasn't actually had. <laughs> I just want to send you love sister. <laughs> yeah. So I want to define trauma. Yeah. So, okay. You want to define trauma? I like it. Let's do it. So trauma is any experience that your nervous system did not have the capacity to process. Beautiful. So it's not just the big T traumas like abuse and war and war and and force and things like that. Yeah. It could be any experience um, where you like as a child, you didn't have the capacity to be with. So um, I I have experienced a lot of traumas, not in past lives. And I've had visions of it and I've moved through it and I've seen it. And, um, I, I have the codes that I have today and and can do what I do today because of that experience, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, you know, it's interesting too, because I know that, uh, people cannot hear your side of the conversation, everything that's flowing so beautiful. And 
I just want to say just being part of like this conversation and hanging out with people here. It's so great that we can be in this non-judgmental space where we allow ourselves to make those labels, those decisions without needing anyone else to tell us. I think even going back to that person who, you know, is dealing with something, um, you know, for people that are going through grief, the loss of a loved one, I believe a lot of people who are dealing with grief think that they have one year to deal with grief and then they're expected to be healed. And I just like to hold space and honor the people that are dealing with grief can be a type of trauma. Like somebody this week on TikTok was like, uh, my, my, my grandparents, my, uh, grandmother passed away. My grandfather passed three days later. His grief was literally so intense, which is also part of their soul contract. The way that I see it as a psychic medium, but understand that, that the emotions can actually lead you into suffering intense health issues. Do you ever work with people who are trying to like work through healing in non-traditional ways when they are dealing with like, let's say chronic inflammation or maybe even disease itself? A hundred percent. Yeah. I have someone that then went through my facilitator training that had, um, uh, arthritis really bad. And as he's learned to be more with his emotions and stuff, like he doesn't, I mean, he went to his doctor and the doctor's like, I don't know what you're doing, but it's incredible how your body is like how much more connected you are to your body and not experiencing that pain. Um, I want to talk about grief real quick. You know, the, the, I, I agree. So grief is not, you want to see these parts of yourself, whether it's grief or it's sadness or the day that you, you know, that, that you gave birth to your child, right? Like if you Uh tap, you remember that day and not the, not the labor part of it, but holding your son for the very first time, what do you feel right now when you think of that moment? Oh, I mean, when holding like my daughter and my son for the first time after birth, you know, it's funny. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. As soon as you started to talk about the birthing situation, I immediately went to my right hip because my right hip after having two children shifted slightly. I'm a, like, I'm a certified yoga teacher. So that's like way back from in the day. So that means I'm like really aware of my body. And so I actually felt the sensitivity of birthing there. And also just the other second thing I just want to throw in before I go back to this conversation is this week on TikTok, a lot of people are in the midst of that grief cycle and are very close to stepping into acceptance. And so some of the Oracle cards that I have here, um, were pulled for some of these people that I did readings for. And, um, and the card itself was about the crowning. Okay. So for any woman that's given birth, you know, that the crowning is the most intense part of the labor. That's the part where it's tough. Okay. (laughs) Sorry if other people out there are like, Oh my God, what's going on here. But you know, um, this is part of what women get to, uh, experience. And, um, and I think talking about the crowning is also a beautiful way to talk about the pain of moving through grief, but there will be a point that like acceptance is sort of like the birth of this, um, new phase of life and that there will be this sort of, sort of release. Mm -hmm. And then you can tap back into that acceptance and loving life again. Yeah. 
So, and that's like holding your child. So I just wanted to share that. Yeah. So I love that that sensation came up for you in your hip because where I was going with that is that these past experiences, these memories, these things that have, that brought up strong emotions for you, whether it's excitement and joy or it's grief and sadness and pain um, are a piece of the puzzle called you. They're never like that piece in that moment when that experience happened, that piece got created. And so it's, it never goes away. It's a part of you. And every now and then something may trigger it. Like I just triggered that for you by bringing up labor. Yeah. And all it takes is when these things come up, Can you be with that sensation? Because if you can, what you're doing is your nervous system is processing it in their way. Therefore, that piece that popped out of the puzzle is popping back into place. That's it. So it never goes away. It just goes dormant at times. Sometimes it stays in the puzzle and occasionally something will pop it out and it just wants your acknowledgement. It just wants you to hold it let it be so it could go back in place. But what most people are doing is they're saying, I don't want to ever feel this again. And they toss it out. And then they're wondering why they don't feel complete. Or they're trying to fix it. Like if you ever put together a puzzle, can you take a piece and be like, I'm going to paint it, make it something else? (laughs) No, No, you can't. Not at all. all. Absolutely. Very simple. And we overcomplicate it. I was going to show you, here's the, here's the card too. It's pretty intense. It's a Rebecca this, Campbell, Rebecca oh Campbell's God. deck. I, oh my God. Are you kidding? You have it? <laughs> no, I don't, but I just, I went to a women's circle two nights ago and this was the deck. And I'm like, yeah. I love this deck. I have to get this. Deck. It is. It's amazing. I'm just showing everybody over here on TikTok so you guys can see it. Here's the crowning and understand that that's like a birth and a rebirth. Okay. And this can happen for yourself. This can happen to putting together a new business. This could be, you know, moving into a new component of life. Thanks um, for reminding me. I got to order that deck. Like, yeah. It's, it's all of, I have all of them, but I, I you would expect that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just invite people that are experiencing grief to recognize that, um, it, it never goes away. It just sometimes goes dormant and that the grief that you have it, for a loved one, um, it's, it, it's, it's the amount of love that you have for that person. I want to go back to that story about my client that lost his dad at four years old yeah. and for years was avoiding that piece of the puzzle and didn't want to feel it. So of course you could imagine how much heartache it caused him. And I worked with him on accepting it and going so into it and just describing it, the sensations and being with it and being with it and being, and feeling it. Yep. Feel it. Yes. Feel it. I just kept giving him permission to feel all of it. He experienced ecstasy on the other side. Right on. See, he was like, (laughs) Oh, he goes, I never imagined that my pain would feel so good. And I go, because your pain is actually the love that you had for him. Mm. And he's like, I can't believe that. And and Joseph Campbell says this bliss is any feeling felt all the way through. So I'm absorbing that right now. Like (laughs) bliss is any (laughs) feeling felt all the way through. 
Wow. And so that it's, it's a new, we all get to learn a new way of relating to our emotions because what we've been taught and how we've been programmed and what society has taught us and how we've operated is in not relating to certain emotions. Yeah. And that what, that's what has us uh, not be fulfilled, not feel free. I also like to tell people here, like on TikTok, that grief doesn't necessarily have to apply to the death of a loved one. It can also be uh, the death of a relationship. It could be a business that didn't succeed, right? A lot of people don't talk to entrepreneurs about the loss of business through this pandemic, Mm -hmm. right? There's a type of grieving process that goes on there. And, um, Although that doesn't come up as much here on TikTok, this week has literally been about people and their inability to let go of relationships that are no longer serving their highest good. I'd love to know what you think, if you could speak to an an imaginary client, right? That um, is having a hard time accepting the end of a relationship and how to move forward out of that pain. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so this was me. I mean, I'm married, I'm happily married now. My husband and I have been together almost five years, uh, but I'm 42 years old. So I'm 42. I'm 46. Let's do it. Uh, (laughs) Um, so there were many, many trials here over the years in relationships, going back to like my first love when I was in high school. And I literally didn't let him go for like in my mind for like two years. I mean, talk about like the amount of time, mm-hmm. <laughs> two years. And then the next relationship was like nine months. It took me to get over it. And then all the way to like, oh, you don't want to be with me. Bye. Next. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm so, not judging. That's fine. That's what you needed. Yeah. You needed so again, if there's grief there, if there's a misunderstanding there, I mean, my, so I'm going on, I'm about to hit my 10 year anniversary from when I left a five-year relationship where I was codependent, where I didn't love myself and I didn't want to leave it. Yeah. Um, and I prayed to my angels, my guides, and they brought in the miracle. You know, he met someone and, you know, it just came and I, it just came to an end just yeah. like that. And, um, so you can imagine, I felt a whole mix of emotions from betrayal to anger, to hating her, to hating him, to then, but also to wanting him back and hoping that it doesn't work so that we can come back together. Like I was in a mess of it for two months and I allowed myself to be in the mess of it. So first just acknowledge what you're experiencing is what you're experiencing. Stop making it wrong and thinking you should do it like everyone else done does it and it should be perfect and oh my god, why am I not over this yet? And your friends that tell you you should be over this yet. This is your process. This is your journey and meet yourself where you're at. Oh my god. So good. I'm like you keep talking, I'm like I'm more in love with you every second you keep like saying something. Like this is so amazing cuz I do so many readings for people mm-hmm. that are in toxic relationships and like, I'll start to, you know, I'll do the energetic readings or I'll, I'll get very specific information that needs to be shared with them. And, um, or they just confess. 
<laughs> like in some way yeah. that like, why can't I leave this toxic relationship? Yeah. And, um, you know, or they just need the, the validation that their highest self is leading them where they need to go, which is to exit this, this relationship. That's just not serving them anymore. And sometimes when you've been in those sort of toxic relationships, it does feel hard to judge yourself, uh, because you had been giving so much of yourself away. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's see for me, the way that I, uh, what often comes up in readings for, uh, people here on TikTok is that they don't express what their needs and wants are. So oftentimes their throat chakra will be blocked. And I, I, I see it when I do like even, Oh, shiz bam nizzle. Sorry. <laughs> That's my trigger. I have to say it every time. I didn't even say it like full mojo, but I just want to say, Hey, what's up everybody. <laughs> um, and, uh, so I see these, I see these energetic points within the body that are blocked, you know, and one of the things too, that like kind of channeled out this week is like the necessary, the necessary reminder to share with people that love is mutual. So I know that there's somebody who will be listening to this podcast, wanting to understand how to move forward in their life, because a lot of it's, it can be very confusing. Again, going back to the script that we choose to write, you know, when you're handed that fresh page and, um, but at the same time, it could actually be something entirely exciting. It could be your opportunity to paint rainbows and unicorns and start to experience the magic again. So, um, yeah, so I could share with you what, yeah. what happened because I think this will help people. Yeah. Um, so first of all, like I said, accept where what's going on and that you're in the mess of it. You're in the thick of it. And that's where I was. And I reached out to a colleague of mine who is a coach. And this was 10 years ago. I was just in the beginning of my self-development journey. Mm-hmm. Um, or I should say eight years in, but still in like... I have nothing to show for it. Right. Um, I mean, just really 10 years ago, I left a five-year relationship. I had no self-love. I was codependent. I had $2,000 to my name, $40,000 in debt, no job, no home, no car, no plan, one-way ticket to California from New York city. And that's where I was 10 years ago. So there is hope for all of you. Um, But anyhow, I started working with this, uh, with, with my friend. He, he gave me an assignment. He goes, I want you to come up with 10 loving moments with men in your life, starting with your father. And it hit me. I couldn't think of anything with my dad. Mm -hmm. I I don't, uh, the only things I remember with my dad when I was a little girl is um, car rides to my grandparents' house, which was with the whole family, uh, watching him play soccer with my brother and playing at the beach. And I was like, oh my God, I don't have any like real loving moments with him. And I called my dad and I said, dad, what do you remember about our time together when we were little? And he said the exact same three. Oh my gosh. What? Um, That's crazy. Did he have regret? Did he have regret? I mean, yeah. And you know, my dad is a wonderful man, but he was a workaholic and um, he he ran a hotel. So you can imagine he was like, out of the house at 6 a.m., home at 10 p.m., and did it all over again. And on the weekends, just trying to, you know, catch his breath. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that I, I teach my clients is about um, the role that mom and dad play in our life mm. and how that impacts our script and th- what they model for us. So, dad is your role model for everything that's not you. Mom is the role model for the self because at one point you were connected to her. So, you don't see 
it separate. You see, mom is me, I am mom. So everything you learn about how to talk to yourself, treat yourself, be with yourself, um, you you learn from mom. You either copied or you rebelled, but but mom is the role model for, for self. Dad is the role model for others and the world, everything that's not you for love, relationships. So if dad is my world and dad is others and my, my experience is he's not there. He doesn't spend time with me. Then the world is not there for me. Others aren't there for me. Um, I'm invisible. Men will always put something else before me. These are the beliefs that got formed in my script. Can I just ask you? Yeah. Did you find that that actually played out in your relationship? Oh yeah. I was about to, yeah, get I was going to say, <laughs> did you find, would you believe that? Does that actually happen in your real life? I just wanted you to confirm. Percent, <laughs> It does. Um, the, uh, the experience, um, lost my train of thought. Um, so we have the father figure is really represents the external outer world. And then we have the mother who represents the inner self and that how this sort of informs you and, yeah. and the way that you step into relationships really go back to the experience with mom and dad. I mean, we all know we all got oh. mommy daddy issues, right? <laughs> we all do. You can have, see the thing is if people see it as mommy daddy issues, they may say, well, I don't have issues. I have a great relationship with my mom and my dad, but it's not the issues. It's what you learned. It's what they modeled to you. So dad was busy working, didn't spend time with me. So what got formed in my script is men put other things first um, you don't matter. You're invisible. Ah, I see. And so then you create a way to survive it. So as a little girl, you, like I'm, I'm yearning for dad's love because dad is love to me. Mom is unconditional love, but dad is love. And so we're always craving that love. We all put dad on a pedestal and he either lives up to it or he breaks our heart. Yeah. Wow. And so my way to survive it was, well, anytime that daddy is around, I just want to make him happy. I just want to make things easy for him. I just want to help him. So when we moved to America, cause I'm from Israel and my dad started working in his own business from home. Um, but he still was a workaholic. So again, the energy and focus went there. What did little Anat do? She was like, daddy, can I help you? Sure. You can paperclip this and you could photocopy this and you could do that. And to me that became, oh, I have time with dad. Mm. So how did that show up in my romantic relationships? Oh my God. <laughs> emotionally available right. men that put something else first, yep. going yep. back to my high school boyfriend, my first love Yeah, loved playing video games. He was a lifeguard at a pool at like a high rise building. So I would go hang out with him while he's working at the pool. Mm-hmm. Again, he's, he's, he's just like, Oh, okay. She's just here. Yeah. When he'd play video games, I would sit around in his room. I'd clean his room. I'd make us food. Yeah. I was totally in that pattern. Let me just ask you though, like, cause you know, when you talk about like the only quality time and tell me if I'm not really summarizing this well, but the only quality time that you really had with dad was like you helping him with the business, uh, doing chores or taking care of things that he needed because he was so focused on business. It's interesting because I, I, what kind of keeps going through my head is that this is, you sound like one of your love languages is acts of service. Would you say that's still a a love language for you? Acts of service? Um, 
for uh to like that I need to feel loved or that I give to others? I think in order for you to receive love, it, you it's need to. Not. Yeah, yeah, my my love languages I'd say are words of affirmation for sure. Yeah. Okay. And 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 touch. Yeah. Um, ah, so it's the opposite. It's actually the opposite of what you. This is what you didn't get in childhood. There we are. Okay. So here we. Sorry. I yeah. hope that makes sense to everybody else. Cause you and I are just sort of like, okay, <laughs> so it makes yeah. sense. So actually acts of service towards you doesn't do it, but actually probably quality time. And like you said, physical touch are your I, love I languages. Was just, I, was in, I was in survival. I was just trying to do whatever yeah. I could get from dad. Well, if, okay. I can't get quality time with him yeah. and I can't get this then like that, but it's interesting. I'll have to give some thought to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll definitely have to give some thought and, and feel into that. And I feel that love languages change and shift. Um, for sure, for sure. And, you know, it's just one way. My yeah, and it's just one way of viewing things. You know, it, it doesn't mean it's the be all end all. Exactly. So many of us know what the five love languages are. It's a very popular book. And in fact, a lot of people that I connect with here that, um, uh, well, actually more on private coaching, they actually, when they start dating other people, they'll take like the five love language quiz for free to exchange that with one another. Do you, I, it's interesting. It's kind of like this new dating. Yeah. That's why when I met my husband, he was like, it was like quality time and touch for him. And then I'd be, and then it shifts to like acts of service. He really just, he receives love and always he's like, I don't discriminate. <laughs> I love um, this. But anyhow, okay. Yeah. So that, that was how it impacted me. That was what I learned. And it carried into every single romantic relationship that became the norm. So why I bring this up is to tie it back to if a woman or man is having trouble leaving a relationship, Mm -hmm. the reason is because that relationship still fits your script. Mm -hmm. So remember your life, this is your movie. Mm -hmm. and you have a script and therefore you have as long as you're alive the movie must go on which means you always have to cast people to play roles in your movie Mm -hmm. and so if you haven't edited the script then there's a character there's room for this person who is quote-unquote emotionally unavailable and or toxic and you know it's toxic but you learned that like relationships are toxic relationships are hard you know men are emotionally unavailable so you keep casting for that person mm-hmm. when you do the deep work yeah and you edit that script you become someone new and you're just like oh so now men men are emotionally available or it's safe to open up to men or love love is possible for me so then what needs to change the casting who you're casting for and it'll be much easier to leave. I've had, I've helped many clients leave toxic relationships, get divorced. I've also helped clients, you know, finally take that leap and commit mm-hmm. and get married. And I've helped clients yeah. leave nine-year corporate careers to follow their their true passions. So the That's power so is within you. And if you don't have the courage yet to leave, it's because there's a part of you that still believes that this is as good as it could get, that this is it, that this is fixed. This is your script. This is your life. This is the best that you can have. And it's not. 
You've been surviving it. And it's time for you to learn that you have a say in how your life goes and that you get to create it. But you can't just create it with your mind. You can't just create it with language. You can't just manifest it. You have to create it with your whole being, which means you have to learn how to be with energy because it's not about the actions. It's the energy behind the actions. Mm -hmm. Mm. So if you're acting from fear, you're not going to get the results that you want. You're just going to attract more of that. And so that's the importance of, you know, if you're, if you study manifestation and you're like a whiz with, with words, great, but you got to become an energetic Jedi too. And then you got like the full, the full toolkit to be able to create the life that you want to be able to be with what arises because life doesn't stop handing you challenges. I mean, I'm a master at this stuff and I still get smacked at times, but I know like last Friday I was like, and this is all happening for me. I'm in this right now because there's something I'm not listening to within my, my future higher self. Mm -hmm. And it's time for me to connect to my inner child, tend to whatever the fears are that are keeping me from connecting to that future higher self. Mm -hmm. And then when I do, it's like, oh, it's an upgrade. I see it all now as like opportunities to upgrade and align with like the next level of myself. I'm definitely going to re-listen to this myself. There's like so many, like you're just dropping bombs. You're like, boom, there's like throwing all this wisdom out on how to transform. It's like, I, I was like, I'm feeling this. I love it. It's so good. I'm so glad that we connected to each other on yeah. Instagram. Um, let me ask you some of the other, well, here's two things. First of all, do you want a reading? Like I, you know, do you want, do you want a reading now on this podcast or do you prefer me to stop it and then just do it? Either way. I'm good. Either I'm way. All- well, we're going to keep you on then. <laughs> Cause that, cause then we can riff, I can share my thoughts on it and I'm an yeah. open book. So people can know it's really going on for me. So. Yeah, you are. I feel like if I were to do mediumship, it might be a little too personal. Uh, so I probably, I'm not private. So oh, you're not it. private. Okay. I love this. Okay. All right. So cool. So cool. So <laughs> on just- podcast, I'm an open book. I may be on- private with like, you know, you're not going to see me on Instagram, putting my life, every little silly detail of my life. Right. But- and I, I I'm going to start with this. Okay. Oh my God, this is not anything to do with spirit, but I think you look like Celine Dion. Yes, I'm not, not. <laughs> you're, like, yeah. you're like next. Okay. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> I'm just like, okay. All right. Super good. Super good. So hair, Celine Dion. Yes. I know. I, I love it. I think she, I love Celine. So here we are. <laughs> Where are you based by the way? I'm in sunny San Diego. I love it. I was like born and raised in orange County, Irvine. So here we are. Where, Where are you? What's that? Where are you now? So now I married and divorced a Canadian and I'm living in Toronto. So oh, wow. I cry during the winter. <laughs> I'm not a cold person. Anat, how do I say your last name? Let me see. Where are you? Where's your, oh, Anat Perry. If yeah, you guys want to check her out, she just literally in the middle of this podcast created a, a TikTok account, but she's on Instagram where you can drop in and you can just read some of her words of wisdom. Um, you would be able to, um, I just, uh, I just said hi in the group for those that want to find me on TikTok. Do you or- have your own podcast? 
Not right now. Because I saw, because I checked your link tree and, it's, and it showed me like the other podcasts that you have been I've, on. Yeah, I've been on a bunch. I love, I love being on podcasts and, and um, I'm open to it, but I, I, I like to, I want to co-host. <laughs> oh, you like to co-host. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I just, Part like, of my human design. Yeah. Do you, did you, okay. I was going to ask you, are you, do you do hypnosis? Have you learned hypnosis? I have. It's you been have, years, do you, is I that, have. oh, so you don't really practice hypnosis <laughs> um, now when you work? With I mean, people? not like I have stuff inside of my, my programs and my modules that will take you on that experience, but I don't do like hypnosis one-on-one session. Got you. Right. Okay. Super good. And then NLP. Yep. I'm certified in that too. I got lots of tools. She got lots of tools. She's got lots of ways to transform you. And, and Beautiful. through all that and working, you know, with thousands of people, I created my own process and modality that now I, yeah, I like um, that. Now I facil- teach others how to facilitate. Yeah. I don't really see you needing to be part of some other kind of, um, you know, I don't need to see, like, I, I think you are the teacher. Oh, it's such a good time in your life right now. Do you feel that? Yeah, I do. Because <laughs> the cards are showing it. Okay. There's a little bit of heartache here. Did you have somebody pass away recently? I would just no. want to say, no, not recently. Okay. There's a little bit of heartache here. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, but hmm, I actually feel like there's a grandmother energy here for you. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I could definitely feel my grandmother. Sorry, hold on. So, um, just feeling yourself just ground into your chair, getting very rooted into the earth, um, helping you be even more present, just relax, comfortable. I just evoke all of the angels, the archangels to create a circle of safety and protection around you. And then just taking your thoughts, bringing it to your heart, opening up to, the guidance of the universe. <laughs> yeah, very good. You're getting ready to, there's a new, there's a new project right now, energetically that you're working on. Probably you haven't shared it publicly yet, or maybe this is something, a new idea that's getting ready to come to you in September. Uh, and it's going to scare you a little bit. It's going to stretch you out of what you already know and do. Um, I don't know what this is, but I feel like it's some kind of new program. Does this make sense? Is that something you're working on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody, you heard it here first. <laughs> That's because you are creative. Um, sorry. Let me just keep going. Let's, let's just see here. Grandmother's just coming in a bit more. It says she is very pleased by you. Um, you've lived a very courageous life. Okay. Yeah, you're stepping into courage like you never have before in your entire life, right? And um, and there's like a type of fearlessness that is this wave of fearlessness that is rising you up energetically to be heard and seen. I believe that this, this wave is going to keep carrying you on, you know, landing you on, you know, the shores of abundance, but really that landing point isn't so important because you're, you've learned to trust yourself in this journey so far, which has been actually for you, your own sort of like 
breakthrough, mindset breakthrough is learning how to trust yourself. There was a time you're somebody who loves to be educated. You're like really intelligent. You had, let's say back in your, yeah, back in your thirties, actually, I know that you shared this in this podcast about, you know, being eight years in on like, you know, having been a part of the self-development, but you have such a love of education and like wanting to believe in the authority of other coaches that that's actually what slowed you down on this journey so far is the fact that you felt that other people had more street cred, so to speak, because they had the books, the websites, they had, you know, they were showing up on Dr. Oz and hanging with Oprah. And for some reason you felt there was a little bit of this issue of like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough to stand with giants. Your grandmother is here to remind you that you are. Okay. And maybe this is just me connecting into your highest self, but I don't care. What I just want to remind you is that you are riding a giant wave. You are getting ready to, to stand with giants in your own way. The more that you can start to embrace this and just hold space for it, everything down to the aesthetic of your Instagram feed, all right, down to the way that you talk with clients, give yourself even more permission to liberate yourself from any other modality because you are here to birth your own. This is a type of new modality that, um, actually it's an integration of everything that you've learned. So understand that the being the student phase was really important to where you are now, but I just want you to understand that you've graduated. You've got your PhD in understanding all the techniques. So actually sources just asking you to please tap in more to them directly to help you get into the guidance of what will help lead you to um, greater opportunity. We could use the word success, but I think that word makes you cringe a little bit. You're very much about process and impact. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, even, even the financial piece, you don't really give two craps about. It's really about understanding that your life here on earth is meant to be a act of art itself. You are the living embodiment of your technique and you are figuring out the language and the way to communicate it. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's tied into this new project that you're working on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you're probably like, tell me something I don't know, but I'm just like, uh, you know, just having fun here. (laughs) Right. So, um, so let me just see here. What else I will show you the cards is that, uh, maybe you came out of a period of rest, but you're just in a period of action. So this card is usually about like, you need to slow down, take care of yourself. This is you kind of springing back into action. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Four of swords reversed. Um, and this is beautiful. It's my I new think, life lesson. Right. Okay. All right. See, and now, now the, th- the next card to come out is the three of pentacles. Do you read tarot at all? Probably not. Um, I don't read tarot, but I, I, I've learned numerology based on the tarot deck. Oh, so. good. Okay. All right. So you kind of look at it from an, I don't know numerology. Numerology is like a science itself too, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we, we've got that three of pentacles and this is about you building a successful team. So I wouldn't be surprised if you're working on your SOPs. Okay. I don't know if you already have your systems and operation procedures, put together for your business, that's something I would probably advise you to do to help you integrate more people into your team so that you can start to build more success. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're going to love it. Look, the number three came up. Oh my God. It's all threes for you. And this deck is well shuffled. All right. So three is about, for, I got three, three, three and three, three, three to me is about understanding that, what is it? Source. Let me see. Like I told you, I'm just going to go four. It was a four of swords. 
And yeah, then- it was a four of swords, but um, I haven't showed you the last card. Oh, <laughs> three, three, three. And uh, I just want to say, Angel. I love that the four of swords in numerology. That's actually my life lesson. Fifty-eight is ah. a part in the deck, and it's okay. and and my numerologist says it's all about bringing peace of mind to myself and others, and that is my work. I bring you out of like the chaos of the mind. Ah. And that's so beautiful, so beautiful. I love it. So this is about encouragement and making the correct choices in life. So then that makes sense. The message I sort of channeled for you earlier, which is about opening yourself up to source. So whatever that is, like maybe take a longer shower, meditate, uh, chop vegetables longer, wherever it is that you like choose to meditate, just understand that like source is really trying to help you uh, birth this project, so to speak. And I actually wouldn't be surprised if more people uh, we'll start to support the mission that you're on. I don't know. Do you already have a team built? I do. You do, you do? Yeah. And it, and as much, and it's like when I want to just quit and give up, it's like, yeah. they don't want me. Um, yeah. My team is actually uh, flying in today. My husband's away in Japan on business. So two, uh, two of my, my right-hand women are flying in. So we can have a little- okay. Very well, there we go. So that's that three of pentacles. That's you guys chilling. <laughs> that's like you guys chilling, right? Now, the other piece too, is that there is some kind of heartache and, uh, because the three of hearts came out, which is sort of like, maybe we could also say emotional release. Maybe you're also processing emotions that aren't serving you. And that could even be like heartache from like, you know, I, one of the things trusting yourself is, is one of the biggest, uh, parts of your soul journey here is learning to trust yourself and, uh, and, um, So sometimes when things don't go the way that we want, you know, business, love, whatever it is, health, it can lead to a certain type of disappointment. And so with that three of hearts coming out, it's just the reminder to allow yourself to feel in order to heal. Right. I know, you know, all this stuff, Um, but it's just a healthy reminder of, um, of just letting anything that's heavy on your heart go. Uh, Do you have any other uh, specific questions here? Uh, no, but there, there is accuracy to that one. I'd say business related and related to me, not trusting myself. Mm. You know, I've been in business for, for seven years. And when I started out, it, it just, like you said, it was a labor of love of wanting people to like, it took me 10 years to get to tools that actually create transformation that I wanted people to not have to go through um, what I went through 10 years. Also, also part of the thing I want to say too, it's like you had at that time, you also had yourself surrounded by people who didn't believe in you, which made it even more difficult. Right. Because if you, if you were that script at that time was, was sort of like, we could kind of say self-sabotage. It was just a reflection of that negative belief of not feeling worthy enough to be able to do stuff. And it's unfortunate because these people, um, well, they're off on their own journey. They don't, we don't really care about them so much, but if they could see you now, yeah. <laughs> if they could see you now, they would be like, what? <laughs> when I started out my business, it was, I'm not, there was no marketing, no social media. Cause none of that is me. I was like, I just want to coach and, and help people heal. And so I said, God universe, if this is where I'm meant to be, then bring me those that need my medicine. And so I grew my business very much in the feminine energy organically and did very well, like six figures my first year and kept going. And then people showed up along the way that wanted to support my, my growth. One of which was, um, you know, a, 
a, a male client who's an influencer and going back to what you said before, like where I didn't trust myself, where I'm now learning to step in, to own my power. I never gave away my power. I just never owned my power yeah, that's the way and I gave it. away to, you know, to two men that showed up in my life, in my business. Cause I was like, Oh, like they've, they've done business before. So they know how to grow this. And all it did in the past, like, year or lot my heartache is really like the loss of time and money and the results I could have had if I just stepped and owned my power and so I was grieving that and I did clear out and let go and fire my CEO just clear out the energy that I knew um, where I was giving away that star power like I didn't want to be the star <laughs> I wanted someone else to do that uh, that's a good way of putting it yeah a good way of putting it I did pull three Oracle cards for you because I love using Oracle cards. And this is just to give you a couple extra like juicy, um, like, oops, sorry. I was just moderating here. Uh, the first thing it says right now, it's like through this heartache that whatever it is that you suffered, I just want you to see that like this card is to plant yourself here. It is about integration embodiment. Okay. It is about grounded actions. I don't know if you can see that well enough. Oh yeah. Do you love it? Yeah. So I just want you to know this card is for you. Yeah. Okay. And sorry, I'm going to clear the screen over here because I was moderating somebody who's trying to tell everybody to leave the live. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who that was. Um, the next one you're going to love too. Okay. Cause we did talk about inner child work and the card of inner child came out for you. <laughs> I like it. Listen, we, we never stop taking care of our inner child. Right. And it says underneath it, it's like inner mother, innocence, gentleness, tenderness, Awesome. That's probably what you need to do as you start to step back into action because you've cleared a, like a, like you, the energy that you just came out of, which was just the needing to be, to rest. You, yeah. you are still nourishing that child who needed to the rest yeah. as well, but you're getting ready to, you know, as you plant here and you integrate the lessons from that cycle, we could say that you were in, yeah. it has been all part of a divine plan, Sophia. It's like you tapping into wisdom, right? Understanding there's intel. Look at this. Oh my God. It says literally right there. Intelligence within. Yeah. Destiny. Literally like stepping into your destiny. Mm -hmm. I feel that. I feel it too. Hey, now. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I know that we pretty much did everything. Um, you know, fed the kids. We talked about trauma. We talked about grief. We talked about ways to leave toxic relationships. I know that you have so much more that you can offer and talk to people one-on-one -on -one about or group sessions, whatever it is, however you like to work with people. Could you let people know how to find you? Well, now I'm on TikTok. You, <laughs> um, not Perry 16 on TikTok and on, but you know, Instagram, I DM every new follower. That's how Camilla and I connected, right? Yeah, that's right. Little video. Cause I'm curious. How'd you find me? Why are you following me? So if you follow me on Instagram and Perry, um, A N A T dot P E R I, mm -hmm. then, uh, I may fall behind depending on how busy my schedule is, but you will get a DM for me. And if you really want to chat with me, send me a DM first. I promise it will be me. Nobody else manages it. I will engage with you. I want to know what you're dealing with and if there's any way that I can support you or that we can support each other. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I hope you have a beautiful day in San Diego. 
Um, I am, <laughs> I'm going to have fun. I think the kids and I are going to grab uh, the paddle board and hit the lake here. So it's going to be fun. Beautiful in the summer. So soak it up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And for everybody else who's listening to this, um, uh, if you want more information about a knot, all you have to do is uh, look at the description of this podcast on ways to be able to connect to her. This video is going to be posted to YouTube. I mean, what a week. Keep it up. No matter what challenges, adversities, uh, voids, valleys that you are going through, I want you to tap back into joy. I want you to tap back into love. And I want you to keep walking forward with a brave heart. See you in the next, tic <laughs> next TikTok. And let's hear you see you in the next podcast. Bye, guys. <laughs>